Chapter 6 The Castle of Will and Daring By dawn the next day, the unlikely trio came to the final castle. It was taller than the first two, and its walls looked thicker. Confident he would be able to pass through this castle as well, the knight immediately started across the drawbridge. When they were halfway across, the door to the castle flew open, and out lumbered a huge, menacing, fire-breathing dragon with shiny green scales. Shocked, the knight stopped dead in his tracks. He had seen some dragons in his time, but this one beat them all. It was enormous, and flames roared not only out of its mouth, as was the case of any run-of-the-mill dragon, but also out of its eyes and ears. To make matters worse, the flames were blue. This dragon had a high butane content. The knight automatically reached for his sword, but his hand fell away empty. He began to tremble. In a croaky, unrecognizable voice, the knight called out to Merlin for help. But to his dismay, the magician didn't appear. What's happening? Why won't he come? The knight uttered in a panicky voice as he dodged a jet of blue flame from the monster. I don't know, said Squirrel. He's usually really reliable. Rebecca flew onto the knight's shoulder, cocked her head, and listened attentively. From what I can pick up, Merlin's in Paris, attending a magician's conference. A flurry of thoughts ran through the knight's head. He can't let me down now. He promised there wouldn't be a dragon on the path of truth. He meant ordinary dragons, roared the monster in a booming voice that shook the trees and nearly knocked Rebecca off the knight's shoulder. The situation was grave. A dragon that could read minds was absolutely the worst kind. Somehow, some way, the knight forced himself to stop trembling. Summoning his strongest, loudest voice, he shouted, Get out of my way, you oversized Bunsen burner bully. The beast snorted, sending fire out in all directions. Tough talk from a scaredy cat. Not knowing what to do next, the knight stalled for a time. What are you doing in a castle of will and daring? Why, I am the dragon of fear and doubt. Can you think of a better place for me to be? The knight had to admit this dragon was well named. Fear and doubt were precisely what he was feeling at that moment. The dragon raised his high head. I'm here to knock off all you smart alecks who think you can lick Anybody just because you've been through the castle of knowledge. Rebecca whispered in the knight's ear. Merlin once said that self-knowledge can kill the dragon of fear and doubt. Do you believe that? The knight whispered back. Yes. Then you take on that jolly 
green flamethrower, he cried, pushing her off his shoulder, and he whirled and quickly retreated across the drawbridge. Ho, 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 bellowed the dragon triumphantly. The last ho nearly ignited the seat of the knight's pants. Are you quitting after you've come this far? Squirreled yelled out as the knight brushed sparks from his backside. I don't know, the knight shot back, huffing and puffing. I've become used to some little luxuries, like living. Sam chimed in. How can you live with yourself if you don't have the will and daring to test your self-knowledge? The knight rolled his eyes. Not you again. So you believe it too. You believe that self-knowledge can kill this dragon. Certainly. Self-knowledge is truth. And you know what they say. Truth is mightier than the sword. I know they say that, but... Has anyone ever proved it and lived, quibbled the knight. As soon as he uttered these words, the knight remembered he didn't need to prove anything. He was born good, kind, and loving. Therefore, he didn't have to feel fear and doubt. The dragon was only an illusion. He screeched to a halt so abruptly the squirrel, who was right behind him, almost ran into him. Turning, the knight looked back across the drawbridge. The monster was pawing the ground and setting fire lazily to some nearby bushes, apparently to keep in practice. Realizing the dragon existed only if he believed it did, the knight took a deep breath and slowly marched back over that drawbridge. The dragon, of course, came out to meet the knight again, snorting and spitting fire. This time, however, the knight continued marching forward. His courage soon began to melt, as did his beard, from the intense heat of the dragon's flame. With a cry of fear and anguish, he turned once again and ran. Letting out a mighty laugh, the dragon shot a stream of searing flame at the retreating knight. With a howl of pain, the knight fled across the drawbridge with Squirrel and Rebecca close behind him. Spotting a small brook, he quickly plunged his scorched seat into the cool water, quenching the flames with a hiss. Squirrel and Rebecca stood on the bank, trying to comfort him. You were very brave, said the squirrel. Not bad for a first try, added Rebecca. Astonished, the knight looked up from where he sat. What do you mean, first try? Squirrel said matter-of-factly, You'll do better when you go back the second time. The knight shook a finger angrily at his furry companion. You go back a second time. Remember, the dragon was only an illusion, said Rebecca. 
and the fire coming out of his mouth? Is that an illusion too? Right, the pigeon replied. That was an illusion too. Then why am I sitting in this brook with a burned behind, demanded the knight. Because you made the fire real by believing that the dragon is real, explained Rebecca. If you believe the dragon of fear and doubt is real, you give it the power to burn your behind, or something else, said the squirrel. They're right, added Sam. You have to go back and face the dragon once and for all. The knight felt cornered. It was three against one, or rather it was two and a half against a half, for the Sam half of the knight agreed with the squirrel and Rebecca, while the other half wanted to stay in the brook. As the knight grappled with his fledging courage, he heard Sam say, God gave man courage. Courage gives God to man. The knight was flustered, angry, and embarrassed. I'm tired of figuring out what this all means. I'd much rather just sit here and forget about it. Look, Sam said encouragingly, if you face the dragon, there's a chance it will destroy you. But if you don't face the dragon, it will certainly destroy you. Decisions are simple when there's no alternative, snapped the knight. Reluctantly, he struggled to his feet, took a long, deep breath, and once again started across the drawbridge. The dragon looked up in disbelief. This was certainly a stubborn fellow. Back again, it snorted. Well, this time I'm really going to make you burn. But a different knight was marching toward the dragon now, a knight who chanted over and over, Fear and doubt are illusions. Fear and doubt are illusions. The dragon hurled gigantic crackling flames at the knight again and again, but its fire bolts had no effect. As the knight continued to approach, the dragon became more small and smaller again until it was finally no bigger than a frog. Its flame extinguished. It began to spit small seeds at the night. But these seeds, the seeds of doubt, didn't stop the night either. The dragon grew even smaller. The knight raised his arms in triumph. I've won, he shouted. In a tiny voice, the dragon hissed. Perhaps this time, but I'll be back again and again to stand in your way. With that, it vanished in a puff of blue smoke. Come back whenever you want, the knight called after it mockingly. Each time you do, I'll be stronger and you'll be weaker. Rebecca landed on the knight's shoulder. You see, I was right. Self-knowledge can defeat the dragon of fear and doubt. If you truly believe that, why didn't you march up to the dragon with me, said the knight, no longer feeling inferior to his feathered friend. 
Rebecca ruffled her feathers. I didn't want to interfere. This is your trip. Amused, the knight continued toward the castle of Will and Daring. When he reached the entrance, the castle suddenly disappeared. Sam explained, You don't have to learn Will and Daring because you've already shown that you already have them. The knight threw back his head and laughed with pure joy. Looking ahead, he could see the top of the mountain. The path appeared to be much steeper than it had, but it didn't matter. Nothing could stop him now.